Hey everybody, I'm Eric. Welcome to Today I Watched. This is week six of WWE 2017, which started on February 6th and ended on February 8th, um, leading up to Elimination Chamber. Uh, first, let's talk about my predictions for Elimination Chamber. Um, I, I don't have any crazy out there theories um, there, there have been some, re some supposed WrestleMania leaks and such. So it's, uh, it's hard to make outrageous predictions when you have a pretty strong feeling that that's the direction they're going to go anyway. But nonetheless, um, we have the kickoff match, Mojo Raleigh versus Kurt Hawkins. I think Mojo will come out on top. He's been getting, uh, some momentum, it, it, not so much the last couple of weeks, but before that. Lots of momentum. And um, I could see him kind of using Kurt Hawkins as a springboard into uh, not the the kickoff show. But anyway, I think it will be a fun match. And hopefully we won't get too much Kurt Hawkins weirdness. Um, okay, so uh, I think Luke Harper will defeat Randy Orton um, because Luke Harper is looking monstrous these days we'll talk a little bit more about him uh we'll talk about more about all of this uh during the smackdown segment of this episode um apollo cruz and Callisto. i don't really see dolph ziggler fighting them off by himself if it was an uh a no disqualifications match then he'd go for the chairs and whatnot and i, I think then he'd stand a chance of pulling off that feat but uh, two on one. He's no Braun Strowman. He's he's not gonna just destroy these guys. They're basically both high flyers. Apollo Cruz with his standing moonsaults and stuff. The Jackrabat. Um. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. But I think I think Dolph Ziggler's gotten in over his head on this one. Unless he like powers up. He he goes Super Saiyan on them. Uh, we have three women's singles matches on this pay-per-view, which is awesome because we didn't even get – we barely got one. Okay, we got one in the kickoff show and then the championship match at the Royal Rumble. But they were, like, early on. They were done with, like, 20 minutes into the actual pay-per-view. And so the rest of it, we didn't, it, was, it was nothing. I, I, was, I thought at least – the women's match would have been later on and not right after uh, the women's championship, ma championship match and not right after Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax in the kickoff. Anyway, I think it's, it's great that we have these three matches um, and we don't even have Carmella involved in, uh, in any of those. What's she going to be up to? Is she going to come out and help Natalia? Oh, maybe. No, probably not. That'd be weird. Um, but, uh, I, I'd be surprised if we didn't see Carmella and Ellsworth at some point during the night. Anyway, I think Becky Lynch will defeat Mickey James. Nikki Bella will defeat Natalia as, uh, she's angry that she got her face messed up uh, on that desk, which we'll talk. This is all stuff. This is the problem with talking about the predictions first. So I haven't talked about some of the stuff going into those yet, but anyway, uh, I don't think we can go three for three though. 
uh, with Naomi winning the winning the belt off of Alexa. So I think Alexa will defeat Naomi, but uh, they're both going to look great. I think they'll both look strong coming out of it, and uh, maybe that uh, maybe that feud continues. Naomi doesn't go to WrestleMania as champion, but she has another chance to become the champion. And maybe it's a fatal four way, which uh, would be kind of a repeat repeat of last year. I think was it a fatal four way? It was. It might have been a three way, uh, but I could see it being Alexa, uh, Mickey James, Becky Lynch, and Naomi in a fatal four way for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania. So that's my prediction. Alexa Alexa Bliss wins. And then the four of them have their match, have a championship match. Um, up next, the ta- tag team turmoil. Uh, American Alpha getting real hyped about it. Their interview on on Talking Smack a couple weeks ago, or like I guess last week. Um, saying they they want to go in first, and they want to beat everyone. So I have a feeling that's that that's what's going to happen. Uh, the only team I could see beating them in this format is the Usos. And that's really only if the American Alpha are in there as the first two tag one of the first two teams and then the Usos come in like second to last or last and just clean house um from there. But uh that even then I think Alpha could still come out on top. They they've got a grudge with the Usos. They cost them their shot at the titles at the inaugural match for the titles so uh i think we're gonna see them throw down against each other pretty hard and i'm pretty excited for that and then we have the elimination chamber um bray wyatt's probably gonna win that i want aj to win um but i don't see how bray is gonna be able to win without uh support familial support they're inside of that chamber. Randy's not going to be able to help, uh, but he might be able to use, utilize some of his swamp magic, uh, maybe teleport somebody into the chamber. Ooh, what if it's the return of Eric Rowan? What if that's his involvement takes place? There's a better way to phrase that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Bray Wyatt probably wins, I think. So let's talk about Raw. The actual events of Raw. Um, we open the show with Suit Moa Joe. Samoa Joe in a suit um, representing his allegiance to the besuited Triple H. Um, and this lead, uh, whole promo and everything, blah, blah, blah. Uh, later on, uh, we're going to see Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. And we'll talk about it in a second. Uh, we had Nia Jax. Versus Bailey, she defeats Bailey with a Samoa drop. Um, after Charlotte's arrival distracts Bailey, otherwise Bailey w- almost had that had that one. Um, earlier on, there was like a Rainmaker type clothesline from Nia Jax. I thought that was that was kind of cool. Um, it was a little bit. It it wasn't as uh, as as powerful as I was expecting it once I saw the setup for it. Um, but it is still cool to see. Uh, also, there's a little girl. Big Bailey fan um, in the front row on the side there. And she was so happy 
when uh, Bailey dodged J- Jax's attack, uh, sending her into the ring post when they're outside of the ring. And, and I thought that was pretty great. Um, okay. Up next, we have Braun Strowman de- defeating four poor souls with a triple stack pin. Uh, the fourth ran away earlier on in the match. Um, it's kind of a repeat of the uh, the Colorado, the Denver Colorado match where he fought three guys. One was uh, not, not quite Jorge. Was that what he called him? Um, anyway, it's kind of a repeat of that, um, but with four guys instead of three. I think there's three at Denver. Um, he's he's angry. He's he's he goes to find Foley. Says I want everyone. And then, of, of course, his response is, yeah, okay, then you fight Roman Reigns at Fastlane. It's like, okay. I've, like, destroyed him every time I've encountered him. How does that uh, – should be giving me two Roman Reigns. Then that's a challenge. Up next, we had uh, Chris and Kevin talking about WrestleMania. Chris proposes champ versus champ. Kevin is reluctant. He says, I don't think I can, I don't think I can find my best friend, man. Um, but, uh, then, then Goldberg comes out, interrupts, uh, first he accepts Brock's challenge and then he challenges Kevin at fast lane for the universal championship. Um, Chris accepts Kevin's miffed by that. Um, and also Goldberg puts himself on Jericho's list. That was a fun moment. Uh, another thing is, uh, it seems that Chris is uh, gaining more and more scarves. I'm sure he has a, like a billion scarves at home and in his suitcase, but he's wearing more and more of them. I, if, I think there were three scarves around his neck on this one. They're not. I mean, they're not winter scarves. They're decorative, but that's still that's still a lot of of material dangling around um, with shiny mate- shiny bits. Uh, kind of metallic sheens to them. Uh, anyway, next up, Cesaro and Sheamus get their rematch for the tag team championships against Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, but uh, they retain the championships. The club uh, stays on top when uh, they're disqualified, or rather Cesaro and Sheamus are disqualified when Big Cass, they're, they're at ringside, Cast, Enzo and Cass are at ringside. They're not uh, doing commentary. They're just watching, hanging out. I feel like there's stuff that was cut out from the Hulu version of the show that explained why they were out there and all of that. Um, so yeah, whatever whatever led to that, uh, Big Cass interferes. He, he kicks Gallows. And so uh, Cesaro and Sheamus are disqualified. And... Luke and Carl hold on to those tag team belts. Up next, we had Chris Jericho versus Sami Zayn, this time for the U.S. title. And have a rematch from last week that Sami Zayn came out on top with. But this time, Chris Jericho comes out on top with a little bit of help from Kevin uh, when... The ref is distracted. I forget exactly what happened, but the, for, the ref was not looking when Kevin kicks Sami Zayn in the face, which uh, gives Jericho an opportunity to hit him with a code breaker. 
and then uh, pin him for the win. Uh, the, the greatest moment of the night, I thought, and of this match, a tornado DDT from Sami Zayn countered into the walls of Jericho. That was a pretty awesome sequence, sequence of moves. Um, up next, announcement of the Festival of Friendship. Don't you dare miss it. Chris Jericho is becoming a little bit car salesman-y. Um, silly. Silly. Uh, hopefully, the the uh, Festival of Friendship is as much as it's hyped up to be by Chris Jericho. And then our main event, Samoa Joe defeats Roman Reigns after Strowman comes out and uh, causes a bit of a distraction. Uh, greatest quote of the night, Samoa Joe can do it all. And it all hurts. That great phrase, great phrase. Um, after Samojo wins, the destruction of Roman continues with uh, steps getting thrown through the barrier, all that fun stuff, hinting at what's to come at Fastlane. Uh, hopefully, Roman just gets destroyed, and Strowman, Strowman, Roman. Strowman and Roman, they're, they're automatically a tag team. They should be a tag team. Um, it, it, would either, it would either make one of them liked a lot more or one of them liked a lot less. Or both, and it would ruin both things. It switch places? Kind of. Strowman reigns. The next big tag team after that match. They'll, they'll, during that match, they'll realize... That, hey, we should be working together. We should be friends. We have almost the same name. Well, part of the same name. Um, all right. So, Raw, it, uh, not not as good as last week. Uh, a lot of Chris and Kevin, at least on the Hulu version of the show, uh, which is not a bad thing, but it kind of makes it feel like uh, they they have to lean on them a lot, a lot, a lot to make the show work. I don't know. Uh, okay, so let's talk about SmackDown Live. Daniel Bryan opens the show telling the crowd how thankful he is, how grateful he is for everything. Um, and then very soon after The Miz comes out, uh, we get a sick burn on The Miz. Saying, uh, <laughs> what do you say? Uh not being able to wrestle never stopped you from being in the ring, Brian said to to the Miz. I uh, you know what, just watch this segment. Um everybody comes out, uh pretty much, uh, who ends up in this fatal four way match between Baron Corbin, AJ Styles, the Miz, and uh Dean Ambrose. Awesome match. Awesome match. Probably, uh, yeah, I think I'd say it's my favorite match of the night. Uh, we had all kinds of awesome stuff. There's a roll-up party. Really funny. Uh, triple plex by Corbin. The Moonsault DDT by AJ Styles. I was not expecting to see that um, in general, let alone in this. Well, why would I expect it in, in a match that AJ Styles is not in? But I wasn't expecting it in this match. At the Elimination Chamber, sure. I, oh, I'm I'm so looking forward to that. AJ Styles in he hasn't been in a in a, a cage match of any kind yet in WWE. 
I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, there's a TNA cage match I've seen some clips of that he is in. And there's so much awesome stuff going on. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I hope he wins. I hope he wins. Probably won't. Um, oh, anyway, <laughs> great quote going into the, the Fatal 4-Way. Um, AJ comes out and he says, are you done playing tickle butt? I've never heard that phrase before. And I hope I hear it many, many more times. Like, in, no, maybe not. Maybe not. I changed my mind. I don't want to hear that phrase ever again, but it's very funny that I heard it on this occasion. Anyway, this match ends with a end of days on AJ Styles and Baron Corbin wins. Pretty, pretty strong. Like this, this episode is, is like bizarro episode. Uh, nobody I expected to win any of that. Any of these matches won those matches. But anyway, uh, up next, we had a women's contract signing, uh, Mickey James and Alexa Bliss opposite Becky Lynch and, um, Naomi, uh, uh, pretty funny that Alexa is, is still focused on Becky and then realized, Oh, Naomi. Yeah. I'm going to beat you. And that was like it. Uh, anyhow, great quotes, uh, journalism cosplay is super cute, uh, she says to Renee Young, dismisses her. Alexa Bliss does. Uh, and then we have seven years of rage versus a lifetime of straight fire. And uh, if they, they fight. They all fight. That was a really bad, really bad summary of that segment. But it's, uh, I, I enjoy it. Just watch this episode. I think, okay, for for this week... 205 Live was my favorite again. Um, then Talking Smack slash SmackDown, second favorite. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm not sure about the rest. Uh, they're both si- – Tuesday night was solid. Solid. Super solid. Um, okay. Up next, we had a 12-man tag team match. Victor wins the match for his team a- after he hits Rhino with a knee. This is the first time he's won in like a year, I think, or something. Uh, pretty exciting. Uh, his team consisted of the Ascension, the Vaudevillains, and the Usos. This is also the Vaudevillains' first win in a while. Uh, but they didn't. They didn't see a lot of action in this match. It was mostly uh, the Ascension and the Usos versus American Alpha, Beauty and the Man Beast, and Brizongo. Uh, yeah, I'd say this this match is the surprise of the week. Did not expect that that ending, but it follows suit after uh, Baron Corbin won the match earlier. So up next, we had uh, John Cena versus Randy Orton. Uh, lots of table action. Nobody going through a table, uh, but. <laughs> My favorite moment of the match was uh, Orton. He slams Cena onto the table, messes things up a little bit, uh, and then he gently he he picks up JBL's hat and gently places it back on their desk. Uh, pretty pretty funny, pretty funny. Uh, we got a, a turnbuckle draping DDT. That was awesome. Uh, 
Cena accidentally takes out the ref uh, when he was getting set up for the, the, the attitude adjustments. So the ref's knocked out for a little bit. Uh, he hits Randy with the, the STF, but uh, there's no ref. So uh, Cena lets it go immediately, tries to keep the attack going. But Bray, who's been watching uh, from ringside in his rocking chair this whole time, he gets involved. John Cena gets hit with the uh, with Sister Abigail. Uh, but then Harper runs in. Uh, we have a bit of a face-off between Harper and Bray. Uh, and uh, Harper fakes him out, hits him with the discus clothesline. And uh, by this time, uh, John Cena gets back in action. Uh, he almost he gets set up for the Sister Abigail RKO combo. But he uh, he avoids the RKO and uh, hits Randy with the uh, the attitude adjustments. the The ref is revived just in time, and uh, and he, he gets the win. John Cena wins their first, the very first time on SmackDown Live. John Cena versus Randy Orton. John Cena wins. Um. So yeah, it that, it was it was a pretty pretty exciting match, but I prefer the Fatal Four Way. Fatal Four Way had more exciting stuff happens, although maybe not as much story stuff happening since we didn't have any of the Wyatt family involved with that Fatal Four Way, and they're going to be important. They are important. They're pretty important for the the progression of of uh, the the championship storylines at the moment. Uh, on talking smack. And Natalia slammed Nikki's face into the bottom of the desk. That looked pretty brutal. And then later on, John Cena is on. He's like, oh, how'd it go? How'd it go with, uh, how'd Nikki do? They're like, uh, you should probably watch this. They watch the clip. And he's no emotion. Just watching. He's like, oh, that's a bit much, isn't it? (laughs) Really? You're not upset at all that you just got attacked? (sighs) John Cena. Uh, we also find out that James Ellsworth's nickname backstage in the locker room is Big Hog. Big Hog James Hogsworth. Gross. Next up, 205 Live. We were going to have a fatal five-way match with Rich Swan in the mix, but he's not cleared for competition. So the first match of the episode had Muhammad Ali versus Arya Daivari for that fifth spot in the uh, in the Fatal Five Way, and it's an elimination match. I thought it was just a regular Fatal Five Way, but it was an elimination match, which uh, was a lot better. It, may, it, it was exciting. I liked it. Next, we had the Brian Kendrick versus Lince Dorado. Uh, before the match, he kept another promo, kind of hyping up. Uh, himself mostly, uh, but he, he he addresses he addresses uh, I think is I think he was talking to Akira Tozawa. He was saying, "I hope you're watching in the back, like you ought to be," or something. I need to work on my impression of uh, the Brian Kendry. I think it's one of the impressions that I could actually pull off with some practice. Not like some of the other ones. Uh, some I don't even say it a chance. Of sounding anything like them, but the uh, Brian Kendrick has such a specific sound, specific cadence 
that I think it's possible. Okay, um, Kendrick wins with the captain's hook, and uh, in an interview afterwards, he talks about all the, the all these guys. He hates them all; they all suck, except for one special man, not the special man Nomdar. Uh, he's talking about Tozawa. Tozawa is special, and he asks him to come out so that they can talk to him. But uh, Tozawa does not come out. Tajiri comes out, or rather, his his music comes comes on. And uh, Brian Kendrick is looking at the entrance, waiting, waiting, waiting. And then the Jumbotron reveals to him that Tajiri is standing right behind him. He, he, he turns, spins around, gets hit with the green mist, and Tajiri, Tajiri slinks away, gives him a little wave as he does. That's my favorite moment of the week. That's my favorite moment of the week is that little wave from Tajiri. Um, so uh, it continues, and Tajiri is back. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, then the Fatal Five-Way. Jack Gallagher wins the Fatal Five-Way elimination match to get uh, a match against Neville at Fastlane. Awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to see that match. And uh, this match was fantastic. Go watch it. If you haven't seen this fatal five-way elimination match for a spot for the opportunity to fight Neville. You got to go check it out. Um, great eliminations. Uh, Noam Dar was the first one eliminated by Alexander uh, with a lumbar check. Cedric Alexander was then eliminated by TJ Perkins after a detonation kick. And then Muhammad Ali was eliminated by TJ Perkins with uh, his arm arm hold is a cross arm breaker they call it cross arm breaker but i'm not sure that that's uh, i'm not sure that that's what they've called that before anyway uh so we come down to tj perkins and jack gallagher uh before well we i already said who wins uh when everybody was still in the match uh my other favorite moment of the week was uh jack gallagher using william to uh, jump off of the turnbuckle to everybody else who's outside. And he, he, it was literally like a cartoon. It, the physics of what happened after he jumped off of there, it is just like a cartoon with uh, the, the umbrella. He was like swinging underneath the umbrella. Like, uh, like, I don't even know how to explain that. Was that just part of his trajectory when he did? He was like in a sitting position. He, oh, man. Oh man, it was perfect, perfectly executed, um, and I even drew a picture of it. Pretty well received picture of Isaac and myself. Um, go to ericatures dot com to to find that 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 drawing. I even colored it. I I never do that. I took the time to 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 bring it to life in full color. Um, and then uh yeah he uh. Jack Gallagher wins uh, after a, a headbutt and drop kick combination on TJ Perkins. Ex- I'm so excited. Uh, and Neville comes out. He's angry about it. Whoever. He would have been angry with whoever, whoever had won. Uh, but we're going to see the two, these two English guys going at it. One, the, the incarnation of evil and the other, the inclination of, of evil. I don't know. Um, I uh, since 
people really enjoyed the Jack Gallagher drawing. I am going to, over the next few weeks, draw everyone on the 205 Live roster. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, next up, probably Akira Tozawa. Maybe I'll wait until uh, we see if he gets a, a really awesome moment. For right now, I was thinking of drawing him going, ha, ha, ha. Um, but uh, I might draw him doing something else if something else specific happens. Uh, Neville as Piccolo slash Vegeta, obviously. Um, and uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about uh, others yet. Uh, Tajiri. Tajiri being a tarantula. And there's a little wave that also has to happen. And the green mist, of course. Um, okay, so yeah, that was 205 Live. Awesome, awesome episode. Awesome episode. Go watch it. Go watch it. Um, up next, not quite as awesome. There are some good moments, though. NXT. Actually, before... let me So we can end strongly. Let's talk about main event first. Um, two matches in main event. Curtis Axel defeats Bo Dallas with the perfect plex. That's all I wrote down for that. I thought there would be more story, uh, more mentioning of them having been friends before, both part of the social outcasts, but none of that was even mentioned. So, yeah. Uh, and then at the 25-minute mark, if you're watching on Hulu, uh, is the match between Rusev and Sin Cara. Uh, Rusev defeats Sin Cara with the accolade, and uh, he's also... He's also been tagged with a new... He's assigned himself a new nickname, Handsome Rusev. And Austin Aries uh, responds to this by saying, He is Handsome Rusev, and I am too tall Austin Aries. Because he's really short. He is really short. When you see Byron and then Tom... Tom Phillips is tall. Byron is taller than Tom Phillips. At least how they're standing. Um... And then, then there's Austin Aries. It's like uh, it's like a wireless signal, a reverse uh, wireless signal, uh, wireless bars. Anyway, that's main event. Check it out. They're they're somewhat entertaining matches, and uh, lots and lots, as always, all all of the replays from you know that's one of the annoying things uh, for me this week. Is that uh, the Hulu version of Raw, there were a bunch of matches and segments that got cut out, but we had a replay of the initial uh, Seth Rollins, Triple H, Samoa Joe package. That was played twice on the Hulu version of the show. And then we also had a replay of the Goldberg stuff from earlier on. It's like we literally saw that 20 minutes ago watching this Hulu version. I want to see some of the cruiserweights or uh, some explanation of why Enzo and Cass are out there for the tag match. Ah, whatever. All right, so now let's talk about NXT. Some good stuff, lots of sanity stuff. Um, to open the match, open the night, uh, Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf uh, destroy the Bollywood boys. Killian Dane mostly does the destroying. Um, afterwards, uh, when Eric Young is trying to talk to Ty Dillinger, before he even gets to talk, Nikki's screaming in the microphone, get me Asuka, get me Asuka. So, you know, that's going to happen so- someday soon. We don't see Asuka in this episode at all. We just hear her name a lot. So I'm excited to see it. Uh, hopefully we see her next week. 
I think we'll see you next week. We got an update from Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, he does not have a tear in his knee. Of course not. Of course not. It was part. It was, it was planned. It was a predetermined injury. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get more updates as as time goes on for that. Uh, Liv Morgan defeats Billy Kay with a bridge cover after knocking her into Peyton Royce. Uh, so it's a pretty good strategy. Use them against each other in a way. Um, and this this makes Billy Kay very upset and Peyton Royce. Uh, they go to Regal uh, demanding something be done about her uh, her her what is uh, I don't know just be something be done about her and uh, they interrupt they interrupt the announcement that Tyler Bate will be fighting Trent Seven next week defending the UK championship uh, so that is kind of I mean, William Regal's got to be pretty annoyed with them about that. Uh, but he says, okay, well, next week, you two versus Liv Morgan and the partner of her choice. And they say, <laughs> she doesn't have any friends. And then they bounce away. Um, great, great, great moment. They're very orange in this scene, though. Uh, I don't know if just the uh, the camera was set up. They, they did not appear orange in the match. They're kind of orange. Um, but I think maybe Regal is, is still feeling ill and maybe that's why, uh, they increased the, uh, the color levels a bit to help him, to help his look, but it made them look like, um, not even oranges. What's even more orange than an orange? Like one of those, uh, like if you if you concentrated oranges into a fruit a fruit uh, dried fruit strip snack thing, that's what they kind of look like. Anyway, um, okay. Up up next, uh, Sanity attacks Ty when he comes out to talk. Uh, but Roderick Strong and Noe Jose come to the rescue, and that leads to the main event of the night with the perfect strong way versus all three. Male members of Sanity. But I'll talk about that in a second. Um, great story. All of these like intermixed stuff. I, Sanity is like the best thing. Uh, Sanity and uh, the Australian girls are the best things about NXT right now, story-wise. Because they're like tying so many things together. They're like the... Um, I don't know. I guess they're kind of like the glue of the show at the moment. Because there's so much cross... Uh, cross interaction because of them. Next, uh, the revival defeats Heavy Machinery, Tucker Knight and Otis Dojovic. Um, they toss Heavy Machinery. Just toss early on the match. They toss Dash to each other, like he's uh, like he's a pillow or something very much lighter than a human being. Um, but. Revival get the upper hand eventually. They use their their tactics, their shady tactics. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Talking about uh, what Billy Kay was accusing Liv Morgan of shady tactics, but it, but it wasn't. She was she was fighting pretty fair, I think. But anyway, um, he he gets out of the, that initial hold. Uh, Dash does by like chewing on his face. What? What? 
And nobody even really says anything about it. They they say something about an eye rake, but he was definitely chewing on his nose, maybe his eyes, cheekbone. Anyway, uh, Dawson hits a DDT on one of the guys, and they get, uh, they get the win. Uh, but then Authors of Pain come out. Uh, Dash and Dawson run away, but it's it's a trick. They lie in wait as Authors of Pain make their exit. They attack them on the ramp, and so... That continues. I think our our next tag team championship match at uh, Takeover Orlando. Um, I don't know if that'll be the next tag team champion match, but I think that match will be the Revival versus versus Authors of Pain, probably. And before that, we'll get the the rematch, DIY versus Authors of Pain, and uh, Authors of Pain will probably win that as well. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we had a glorious celebration. Uh, Bobby Roode tells us, I told you so. I told you I was going to win this. And I did. And now this is my NXT. So, uh, yeah, glorious segment. And then Perfect Strong Way versus Sanity. Eric Young, I don't know why he's so bent on recruiting Ty Dillinger, he's obviously doesn't want to join you guys. Why are you so invested in Ty Dillinger's future? Um, he doesn't really add anything that you don't already have in your team. While you you have a taller, slim guy, if you recruit Ty Dillinger, which could be useful in a heist situation. Um, someone who can fit through the vents, but also reach the top shelf. But um, but I don't know. Anyway, pretty solid match. Moment, the best moment for me was when uh, Nikki Cross attacks Ty after uh, he has hit a tiebreaker on Eric Young, and uh, she, she kind of wipes him out. And then Killian Dane hits Roderick Strong with this huge crossbody like devastating i would not even want to be in the same room as that happening let alone get hit with that myself it's it's like it it really looked like getting hit by a truck or something um and so uh eric pins roddy for the win uh so sanity looking real strong um real 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 strong um, what's going to happen next week? Well, uh, we have the UK championship match. Um, we have the, the women's tag team match. Uh, who's going to be Liv Morgan's partner? I'm thinking probably Ember Moon. Probably. Maybe Aaliyah. If it's Aaliyah, they're going to lose. If it's Ember Moon, they're going to win. Uh, that's what I think. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty exciting. I, okay. So I ranking everything. Now that I remember everything that happened now, I'd say 205 Live, number one. SmackDown and SmackDown, uh, Talking Smack, number two. Uh, NXT, number three. Raw, number four. And then Main Events, number five. Um, not that, that, I mean, it was still pretty good, though. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Let me know what you thought about this week's shows and what you think is going to happen in the Elimination Chamber. 
by tweeting me at CIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews and uh, subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back real soon with my review of Illumination Chamber 2017. Bye.